Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math and Magic Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter, one of those juicy ones, to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Mm, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. All right. You just never know. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, in love and terrified. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 32, and my boyfriend and I have been together for six months. He's a great guy and everything I hoped for in my second husband. Yes, I say husband because he's been talking about marriage already. We're both divorced and ready to settle down, so we got the important stuff out of the way early on. I get along great with his parents, and my mother loves him. He's in a rental, and I own my home, so he's planning to move in with me. I have fallen for this man, and I can't see myself living without him. But there's one thing I don't don't love, and that's his size. 
The first time I got married, I was really young and inexperienced, and I had no idea how small my first husband was. I had nothing to compare to because he's the only other man I've been with. The first time I was intimate with my current boyfriend, I called my doctor the next day because I was sure something was broken below. She let me know that everything was fine and she gave me some items that would help with intimacy. None of that stuff works and I feel like I am letting my boyfriend down every time he tries to make love to me. We talked about it and he assured me that he loves me and he'll be patient with me. He also told me that he's never had this problem with the female before. My doctor told me there's nothing wrong with my body. He's just too large. I'm terrified whenever he starts coming on to me, but I try to play it off. We had a heated talk about our sex life recently, and he admitted that he's disappointed, and this could be a big deal breaker for him. How can he make our intimacy the main focus? Um, does this mean we're not compatible? Uh, this letter threw me a bit in, in, in the beginning. Um, and, and I got to say, this is a problem that many women would love to have. And I'm sure many men would love to have the same problem. Uh, we've had many men, many letters about the size of men and all of this, but it's usually... I have that problem. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We've had many letters about the size of men, but usually it's a complaint about them being too small, um, which was the case, you say, with your first husband. But we've never had a letter, if I can remember, Steve, I don't know, if I can remember about a man being too large. Um, and, and I guess there's a first time for everything. You say your new man is way too much for you, and now you're terrified to have sex with him. Um, but you, you've checked with your doctor and you've been checked by her and she said you were okay and actually she said you were better than okay she said you were fine he said your new man said he would be patient with you but his patience is running out this could be a deal breaker for him he's saying and um you know i guess understandably so because he would want to have sex with you if you're going to be his wife um but you still haven't been able to um then you said, your doctor also said, there's nothing wrong with your body and he's just too large. I mean, I don't really know what to tell you in this in, in this situation. I mean, you guys might not be uh, compatible. You know, there could be such a thing as this going along. I mean, women have babies every day and all of this. Um, but listen, I, I don't know what to tell you, honestly, unless it's mental or something like that. If you can't physically, you can't. But the doctor... Listen to what the doctor said. Steve? Wow. Well, you know, I understand, Shirley, you say we've never had a letter like this and everything, <laughs> but, you know, this is like, this is like so, so up my alley. Uh, I don't think that, uh, <laughs> really people for writing in, and, you know, because game, you know, you know, game recognized game. <laughs> right. And, uh. So I have a solution, but we're going to have to get to the solution in the second half of this talk. But let's just go over some facts, because I'm too like Shirley. I was very confused at the beginning of the uh, letter, because he's everything you wanted in your second husband. You're both divorced. You've gotten all the important stuff out of the way. You get along with his parents and mom. Your mama love him. You know, he's in a rental. I own a home. You know, sounds like something for me. We was talking about off the air. He's planning to move in with me. Uh -huh. You know, I don't fail for this man. I can't see living without him, blah, 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 blah. 
And then there's one thing you don't love, that's his size. Now, quite naturally, I'm probably like Shirley was reading this letter, thinking, well, very small. We got small problems. Exactly. You know, got something he ain't The first time I got married, you know, then you started talking about how you was young and inexperienced, and you had no idea how small your first husband was, because you didn't have nothing to compare it to. And then you got intimate with this current boyfriend, and you call your doctor the next day because I was sure something was broken below, which means, you know, uh, you know, came up in there, you know, you know, putting in work, you know, just up in there. You know, he was, whew, he was aggressive, let's just say. He was overly aggressive. You thought something had broke. She let me know that everything was fine, and she gave me some items that could help with intimacy. I don't know what that was. You know, I have, uh, well, I do know what he, they gave me, but, you know, that ain't what this letter about. None of that stuff works. I know that's called homeboy. Homeboy break all that up. You know, all that little stuff you done bought back from the doctor. Homeboy get damn about that right there. And, uh, you know, I got some I got some stuff you need to give him. Anyway. You need to give him some stuff. Because none of that stuff work, and I feel like I'm letting him down every time Hold he try to make love to me. When I come back, I had an answer for you. Hold it. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's crazy response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, in love and terrified. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Black representation is so important. It lets you know you can dream and realize those dreams. The next generation of influential black voices can be found at NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Hey ladies, it's Shirley Strawberry. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where release the pressure comes in. It's all about us. Black women sing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head over to iHeartRadio.com RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP today. Together we can make a difference in our health and our lives. 
Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is in love and terrified. Oh, well, that's a 32-year-old girl that fell and found a man of her dreams, second marriage for both of them. Everything worked out, everything. She owned a home. He rent. He going to move in with her. The girl, mama love him. Parents love her. Everything going on. Uh, she has a problem with his size, though I thought he was too small. Turned out it was just the opposite because she didn't know how small her first husband was because she didn't have nothing to compare it to, so she thought he was doing something. Then when homeboy came in there and put his work helmet on, see, homeboy came in there and set that igloo cooler down next to the bed and Put that, put that hat on, that hard hat on, and set that igloo cooler down next to the bed and crawled up in there on one knee off that bed and he went up in there and went to work. Came up in there, boy, like a grown-ass man. Came up in there with, you know, with the, came up with some artillery. Boy, came up in there, you know, he up in there with, he came up there with military terms and, 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 and you know, excavation devices and came up in there with uh, missile launchers and called, called up in there with stuff that you were really familiar with. You know, you in here playing with this little boy who had this little teddy bear. This boy came up in that bed with some stuff that they don't even sell in the G.I. Joe aisle no more, you know. So he came up in there. <laughs> 
and putting in work. And it came up as so what you went to the doctor the next day, you thought this man done broke something because he better been there just clowning. You know, he all he up on all ten of his toes just flexed. He just got his toes flexed. He up in there just letting it. And so anyway, we have a problem. And now the doctor done gave you some stuff to help you uh, deal with this. But the problem ain't you, because there's nothing wrong with you. It's just the doctor told you he's too large. So see, he got to start taking stuff. You know, so I don't, I don't know how to tell you this here, but you got to you got to get him to the point where uh, he gets excited a lot quicker, is what I'm trying to tell you. You got to get him to get to where he going faster so he ain't in there uh, creating damage. And so what I'm about to tell you is how this is going to work. Doctor told me there's nothing wrong with your body. He's just too large. I'm terrified when he starts coming on me, but I play it off. We had a heated talk about our sex life recently. He admitted he's disappointed, and this could be a big deal breaker for him because he's never had this problem with a female before. He says he's never had this problem with a female before, but he ain't with nobody, though, is he? He's had a problem. There's some women that just walked out of his life, just got up, got in the car, drove <laughs> off, and never called back. Not finna do this no more with you. Deuces. Deuces, partner. You ain't finna come up in here like you looking for all every evening. We not finna do this. So... How can he make our intimacy the main focus? Does this mean we're not compatible? Well, here's what has to happen. You have to have a talk with this young man because he's 32. See, he's going going at this the same way he's been going at it, and it's creating a problem for you. So now, here's what has to happen. He has to change his depth perception. He has to change his depth perception. What does that mean? Meaning he has to change what he think deep is. See, it's like a swimming pool and a cave. And these are the two analogies I have for you. See, you can drown in five feet of water. Mm-hmm. Or you can build you a swimming pool that's got a 13-foot end on it with a diving board. But you can drown in three feet of water. So what you got to do is get him to start drowning in less water. Mm. Which means he got to quit jumping in this pool like he on the deep end. He got to come on on this shallow end and get involved in the water in a different way. The church say amen, amen. amen. I know y'all don't know what I'm talking I about. y'all ain't had this problem. Relearn how to swim. Yeah. See, he got to say, let me give you an example. He is a cave dweller. He's a man with a helmet on, with a mind and light, and he likes to go in caves. What he has to learn is he can't go all the way in the cave. He's going to have to get happy by just being in the cave. Can't go all the way to the back of this cave. He has to learn to stay at the front of the cave. Okay. Because it's too much back there. We got it, Steve. Thank you. He got to learn how to stay at the front of the cave. Didn't I just say we got it? Yeah. No. Well, what you have to do is you have to make the front of the cave the focal point. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. It has to be everything. Got it. I have yeah. a lot of knowledge on this subject because I've had yeah, to, you know, be, yeah. I've had to be understanding, uh, and I just, you know, I just want the people to have the best life they can have. Now, are they compatible? Not sexually. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They're not compatible sexually, yeah. and it's not going to work unless he changes a couple of things. His depth perception, he got to, yeah. he has right, to change Steve. what he think is deep, and then he had to play at the front of the cave and quit trying to go all in the back. And Thank you. Post your, comments on t- I'm, <laughs> post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at front Steve Harvey cave, FM on Instagram and walk. Facebook. Shh, we got it. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast. Where the light at. Stay where the light at. Coming up in 46 <laughs> minutes after the hour, Junior's here with Sports Talk right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. 